0: Customer experience management, wow. How do you turn prospects into delighted customers and then raving fans? That is every business owner's dream. But how do you roll out that red carpet without losing your shirt? My next guest has hundreds of ways to do exactly that. She's Donna Cutting, author of 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers.
1: This is Business Confidential Now with Hannah Hassel-Kelchner, giving you the inside scoop on how to ignite more business success by doing the right things in the right way. Brought to you by Business M.O. LLC.
0: Donna Cutting shows business leaders how to turn prospects into delighted customers and delighted customers into raving fans. She does it by showing organizations how to create a strong service culture, how to create a place where people work together, engaged and enthusiastic about creating an amazing experience for their customers. It's a place where the entire team understands that the customer matters and that because they're responsible for that customer experience, their work matters and they matter. It's a place where the red carpet gets rolled out for every. Every customer and guest, by every staff person, at every touch point, every single time. As a matter of fact, Donna has put all of her best ideas and resources on how to do exactly that in her latest book, 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers. And that book was named one of the best business books of 2015 by Forbes magazine columnist Shep Hyken. Donna Cutting is also the founder and CEO, Chief Experience Officer of Red Carpet Learning Systems. She leads a team of customer service experts that train organizational leaders on how to create strong service cultures in their organizations. She's also an in-demand keynote speaker. She's presented, consulted, and developed training programs for a variety of customers in the senior living and healthcare, hospitality and entertainment, financial and other fields. It is such an honor and privilege to have her here with us today, Welcome to Business Confidential Now, Donna. Well, thank you so much, Yeah, That was quite an introduction. What a a great time we're going to have. Well, you are quite some businesswoman and author, so (laughs) back at you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, Donna, that red carpet theme, it's something that's not only in your book title, it's also the name of your business, Red Carpet Learning Mm -hmm. Systems. Tell me, what does red carpet mean to you?
1: Well you know it's I I always start by telling the story of uh my meme and pepe who are my French grandparents uh, that lived in Fall River Massachusetts and when they went off to when I was a little girl they went off to Rome all of their 14 children um, seven boys and seven girls so It pulled their money and sent them on really a trip of their lifetime which was to Rome and when they came back, uh, we all, a bunch of us gathered at their house to welcome them home and my mother who was their daughter-in-law found a little remnant of a red carpet and rolled it out on the sidewalk. And, you know, for me, being a little girl who watched the Oscars, you know, as long as I've been old enough to stay up to watch them, I have watched them and put talent shows on in her backyard. You know, I knew what that red carpet meant. Uh, And it was so exciting for me to watch my grandparents be welcomed home like they were celebrities. And when you think about the red carpet in Hollywood, it's all about branding, right? And what they're trying to say are these people, these celebrities are so significant, so important, so special, that we must literally roll out red carpets for them to walk on. And so when I think of red carpet customer service, uh, you know, it really is about how do we take that person, that customer or coworker in front of us right now or on the other end of the phone or the other end of an email and make them feel significant, important and special. So for me, it's, you know, we speak, I speak in my team, we train on customer service, but uh, it's much, it's a much bigger mission than that. It's really about the way we treat each other, and, and and how we can use our time in the workplace to really roll out the red carpet for other people.
0: That is a great story. I love the story about your grandparents. That's very cool. Oh, you know, yeah. I think of Hollywood, too, when I think of the red carpet. But besides the branding, I'm seeing the celebrities decked out in designer studs with lots of bling. It makes <laughs> me think five-star, very high-end, and also very expensive. What could a small business or even a startup do to capture that red carpet feeling on a more reasonable, limited budget?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, keep in mind, they're decked out in all of that bling. Because they have a brand that other people are leveraging, <laughs> and you know I mean basically they get to sell all of that stuff by being on the red carpet in those designer gowns and and those designer jewelries and so that designer jewelry. But when you really go back to what red carpet really is, it is about making people feel important, you know these are important people, and so it really doesn't take a whole lot today to make that customer feel like you've paid attention to them, like they are the most important person in the room. Unfortunately, because we've become so desensitized um, and so used to poor customer service that it really doesn't take a whole lot to provide great customer service. And it can be as simple as uh, you know, just the way you show warmth and hospitality, the way you show up for them, um, res- you know, responsiveness via phone call and email. Um, is, is your entire team uh, warm and friendly? And do they show that when a, 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 a customer walks in your building? Um, that is, it's amazing to me that when I ask our, our, some of our clients, you know, tell me about the best customer service you've ever received. Many, many times the stories I hear are just about businesses where they walked in and every single person was smiling, making eye contact, um, you know, uh, giving, uh, calling them by name and remembering something about them from the last time they visited. And those are very simple, free things to do, but unfortunately they're not always paid attention to.
0: Well, what you say makes a lot of sense, that these are not necessarily expensive ways to make a customer or a guest feel that they're important, that they're special, that, yes, we care about you. We're so glad to see you. We're happy that you're here. What can we do for you? But why is it that we've become desensitized? What's going on? Why is that the exception instead of the rule? You know, I don't know, but I'm hoping it's changing because uh, the
1: reality is more, you know, your customers, whether you're a small business or a large business, your customers have more choices and louder voices than they ever had before. Uh, it takes two seconds for someone to yell publicly about <laughs> something they're unhappy with, you know, on the Internet, and millions of people can see that. Um, and then it also takes two seconds for them to go somewhere else. Uh, so you lose their business because you haven't given a great experience. And, I mean, there are so many statistics about that. Uh, the one, I believe is Harris Interactive, 89% of customers will go somewhere else because they had a poor service experience. So, you know, why that is, I mean, people, people haven't placed importance on that, for some time, I don't know, but I'm hoping that that's starting to change because uh, because otherwise you're not going to be able to stay in business. You know, the customer experience is the competitive advantage of this economy.
0: That's very true, and I love that phrase: more choices and louder voices. And the internet mm-hmm. and social media. Oh my God, every cell phone is a camera. You don't like what's happening. Bing, you could be on the video and it it can go viral, which is not the way you want to be branding and marketing yourself. No,
1: (laughs) no, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, when I, when I, um, you know, work with organizations and people to help them really look at their whole total experience, We look at three areas. So one would be the process or the technical area. And that's, you know, the question you want to ask yourself in your business is, are we making things easier for our customers or harder? You know, are we choosing our own convenience over our customers or we choose our customers' convenience over ours? And then... And then also, are we delivering what we promise so is the is the product or service that we deliver does it m- match what it says in our marketing material? so you're giving them what they expect so that's the process piece. The second piece then is the warmth and hospitality and that's all those things I was talking about earlier you know are you sm- people smiling are are they upbeat are they friendly do they Do they make people happier than they were 10 seconds ago? You know, it's really that simple. And um, the key is that to ensure that every single one of your team members is, first of all, the kind of person that naturally wants to be friendly with their customers, but that you also empower them with the tools and training they need to be able to do that because, depending on who I interact with in your company, that's the experience I have of your company. So if I, you don't, what happens I think a lot is if you get, you know, Sally and she's wonderful, you have a great experience with your company. But if you get Josephine and she's not so great, you know, kind of rude, not really friendly and really doesn't go the extra mile, then that's the experience I have with your customers. So consistency of that hospitality is peace is key. And then the third piece is the wow factor. And that might be what you were talking about earlier. How do you give, you know, your customers in a small business that real sort of red carpet bling, you know, experience? And even those things are so simple. I look at the the gym that I go to. I go to a CrossFit gym, and every day I notice handwritten notes on the edge of the, um, the check-in table. And they're just for different people that the coaches at that gym have written handwritten notes for different people, uh, members of the gym. It might be to thank them for something. It might be to really celebrate, you know, some fitness level that they achieved or whatever. But they've made a conscious effort to do this. And it's so above and beyond, you know, what I've seen any other gym do that they you know, that costs them very little money, but it adds that wow factor.
0: Very good, very good. So we've got three areas, the process, the warm and fuzzy, and the wow factor. Now between those three, in your experience with working organizations, which one do they seem to mess up with the most?
1: Um, you know I think it depends on the organization you know I think um, from a process improvement standpoint you know I just I think about organizations that um, like if you call your cable company or you call your um, credit card company and you spend 15 minutes just trying to get a live person on the phone and in that experience You know, in that time frame, you're asked to put, you know, this number in and that number in and put this in. And then by the time you finally get a live person on the phone, what's the very next question that they ask you?
0: Oh, to put all that stuff in again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, I just did that. And so, like, you're already frustrated. That just adds to your frustration. And that's definitely for their convenience instead of the customer's convenience. And so they're, you know, in that kind of realm, I think a process improvement uh, piece is important. A lot of times with um, different organizations, it's not that they don't have friendly people or warm and hospitable people. It's that either it's not consistent, so they really haven't focused on hiring those kinds of people, or they haven't placed importance on it. And so, you know, you can't train for empathy, and you can't train for compassion or warmth. But what you can do is show people different ways that they can demonstrate that compassion or demonstrate that empathy. And I think that's... um, you know, oftentimes it's just not such a matter of that they don't have friendly people. It's just inconsistent. That experience is inconsistent. And honestly, those are the first two areas of the three to really work on and get rock solid. Because if you have a rock solid you know, process, people get what they expect, it's it's easy to do business with you, and then on top of it, everybody's warm and friendly, and, you know, they're building relationships with you, they're already going to feel like you've given them a red carpet experience. Then you add the wow factor on top of that, you know, the little extras, the little swag, um, you know, just something surprising that they weren't expecting, that's when, you know, that's when they'll talk about you. But nobody cares how many red carpets you roll out if your phone isn't being answered or it's not being answered by somebody who's friendly and, and, and helpful.
0: Definitely, but I like the way you kind of layer the customer experience and talk about it in these three areas. You know, last week I had one of those process mishaps, if you will. I was trying to get mm-hmm. the service done and I walked in and th- this particular store has an app that lets you actually sort of schedule. Hey, I'm coming in in 15 minutes or whatever, but it also takes walk-ins. So I walked in, I didn't go through the app. Well, everybody that did the app got in ahead of me. I sat there for like 30, 40 minutes Mm. and finally I'm like, okay, I had enough. And it's one thing to say, okay, Hannah, you're going to be next, but that didn't happen. So I walked out. Am I going back? Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They completely lost your business.
1: And uh you probably and I, and while you're being, you know, great about not sharing their name on the on your radio show, you've probably told to f- a few friends about that
0: as well. Yes, I have, because bad news travels a lot <laughs> faster than good news. <laughs> yeah. That just is yep, the, yep. the way it goes. Yeah, most definitely. Now, your book, 500 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers. Clearly, you've got a lot of ways to make customers feel special. And we don't have time for all 501, but I'm hoping that you could maybe share your three favorite tips that our listeners maybe could start implementing right away.
1: Sure. And it is. It's 501 because always, you know, go that one extra. So really, really simple. Actionable ideas in the book and, and what I want to say is I have a passion. I mean, we've talked a lot about um, poor customer service, but, but there is great customer service out there. Red carpet customer service does exist and, uh, you know, I I proved it by finding, you know, 501 examples of it out there. Um, so some of the ones that are maybe the most uh, cost effective or, or um, that have been done by small businesses. I love the village coffee house is one of my favorite thing, uh, favorite examples. They're in Boulder, Colorado and they do a couple of things. Number one is that when they have, they have a lot of regulars who come back again and again and again. And the owner gets to know all of their birthdays and she has a big calendar like in the back of their, of, uh, of the kitchen where she has the names of everybody's, all of her customers' birthdays for that day. So if they happen to come in that day, you know, she's ready to mention it, to offer them a free cup of coffee or a free dessert, Uh, you know, and they're so surprised. They don't even know that she knows it's their birthday. And so, that whole idea of personalizing the experience and anytime you can really get to know your customers on that level and then find ways to surprise them in that way is great. One of the other really cool things they do is um, that if you're a new customer – so let's say I was a regular at the village coffee house and I brought in a friend and I would happen to mention that to one of the the servers they would stand up and ring you know deem that a village virgin was in the house oh. and everybody it's great everybody in the coffee house um knows what a village virgin is and they give them a big round of applause and um and then They have, this is a great little marketing tool. They have a little card. They call it the fee card. So if you don't know what that is, just ask your teenager. I'm sure they do. But it's a little card. And every time that, that person brings in a new village virgin, they get their card punched and they can win prizes. And so they've, they've really done something to create something that is special, you know, for their customers. And then we have things like um, there's a realtor who every year – will get his um, customers who are families, you know, young couples with kids, and he gets them together and invites them to movie night. It's a great way for him to continue to build relationships, and everybody enjoys it. It's a night out with their kids. It's really just about rolling out the red carpet and thanking them for their business. But at the same time, um, like we said, red carpet customer service turns into more business for you and so he's get constantly getting referrals as a result of that there's a little uh, move Spart incorporated which is one of the co- companies that is featured in the book or, or written about in the book and she has to send little packages she she sells products so she whenever she sells products she just got this idea of um, from the cracker jacks box and remember when you had cracker jacks and what could, you couldn't wait to open up the Cracker Jacks, and it wasn't necessarily for the food itself, but it was for what?
0: The prize, of
1: course. Exactly. And so she just would gather all little things and she even worked with some of her vendors to like provide things. And every time she'd send a shipment, because she has people who order from her all over and over, she puts a prize inside and people are, you know, really excited. They can't wait to open the box and see what the prize is that she gave them. So none of those things are really expensive. Some of them are even free, but it's just that one little extra thing that nobody else is doing
0: very interesting very interesting but we all know that excellent service starts with a team that's dedicated to actually delivering Mm -hmm. fabulous service and yet employee survey after employee survey shows that so many are typically operating at about a 70 percent level they're not giving a hundred percent because they can get by with less how do you recommend business leaders sort of light a fire and get them more enthusiastic about providing truly excellent service?
1: Yeah, well, the so the first thing to realize is that if you have one employee who is, you know, less than engaged, then you probably have an issue with that one employee. But if it's overall, I mean, if overall you think many of your employees could could improve on their service experience, then that's not really an employee issue. That's a leadership issue. (laughs) That means the leaders have to look at themselves and say, okay, first of all, are we hiring the right people? Have we provided people with... A clear vision, very common in in hospitality and in hotels, you know, they have service basics and service principles um, that everybody learns the minute they start working for that hotel chain or say Disney, you know, or any of these organizations that are really known for their customer experience. But so many of the companies we work with have never sat down to say, you know, what is great customer service look like in our co- in our company. You know, what I hear a lot of is, well, it's just common sense. But the reality is you're dealing with hourly employees who have never, ne- maybe never experienced a red carpet experience. So you've got to model it for them give it to them, show them what it is, you know, be very clear on, on what that vision for that service experience looks like. And then you've got to train them and give them a chance to practice some of those skills so that they feel comfortable out there delivering a better experience.
0: That makes a lot of sense that they haven't, if they haven't experienced it, how can they emulate it? How can they copy it? How can they share it and pass it on?
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's leadership's job. You know, that really is, you've got to give it to them. Um, your, Your employee's experience affects their level of engagement and satisfaction, which affects their behavior. And their behavior then affects your customer's experience.
0: Very good, very good. Well, I am really excited about your book, 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers. We're going to have a link to it on the episode page. So if any of our listeners haven't had a chance to jot it all down, don't worry, don't worry. It'll be on the episode page at businessconfidentialradio.com. That's all you have to remember, businessconfidentialradio.com. Now, Donna, if someone reads your book, what is the one thing that you'd want them to remember and take away from it? Because it, yeah, 501 is a lot of stuff there, okay? But in terms of overall, what is the one big takeaway?
1: 501, the, the purpose of that is, uh, of that is really to, to spark people's imagination. You know, it's not, you may be able to list uh, an idea right out of the book, or and people were very generous in sharing or it might spark your imagination and um but i think the biggest thing is that going back to kind of where we started that that these are all great ideas but it goes back to the the core principle that rolling out the red carpet for someone is really about making that person in front of you right now feel significant important and special. And so the book provides you with 501 ways that other people have done just that, but it really just comes down to that. It comes down to the way we treat each other.
0: Well, I am curious about your background because it's really fascinating to have this whole red carpet experience and mindset. Tell me, Donna, who's influenced you in your professional journey? There
1: have been so So many influence (laughs) people who have influenced me in my journey. I will tell you, the very first, when I first began my speaking business uh, back in 1999, this was prior to any book, even a thought of writing a book, um, the book that really got me to take that leap, with a book called making a living without a job. It's still a very hot book. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's at least 18 years old, if not, um, older, but it's, it's still a very, very hot book out there. It was by an author named Barbara winter and she just really laid out, you know, what it was like to, to be an entrepreneur and gave you some actionable ideas about how to get started with that. And, and, um, You know, for me, that was kind of the book that started it
0: all, I would say. Started it all. Wow. We all need a start. What advice would you have for our entrepreneurs out there that haven't had those 19 years of experience under their belt yet?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, the, um, the thing I would say, the thing that was most surprising to me is to understand that there's so much more that you have to learn than just the thing you love to do. So, you know, I love to speak. But when you become your, uh, a business owner, it's not just about getting, you know, going out and speaking. You become your, your own bookkeeper, your f- own financial manager. You know, you've got to know sales and marketing. You've got, as you start to bring staff on, you've got to become, you know, have, develop your leadership skills. So I would think it would be to just r- realize that. And um, to really develop yourself in all of those areas, understanding that nothing really happens until you make a sale, right? Developing your selling skills, but at the same time, understanding that the experience you give your customers is going to be the best sales tool you have. Because if you give them a great red carpet experience, then they're going to want to talk about you. And that's the best way to get another customer.
0: Excellent advice. Thank you so much, Donna. These have really been some wonderful tips and strategies that people can start applying right away to get their own creative juices going, to see what they could do that's unique to them and their business, that sets them yet even further apart, head and shoulders above their competition. So these are all terrific ways to boost their business. Thanks so much for your time, for your tips, and your generous strategies. It's been great. Thank you. I
1: had so much fun. I appreciate it, Hannah.
0: Thank you for joining me today. You can get more information about today's guest and the show notes on our website, businessconfidentialradio.com. And connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Next week, Business Confidential Now with Hannah Hazel-Kelchner will be back with more business information and inside scoop you need to succeed in your business till then